are listening to Book Nuts. Hello and welcome to episode number 31 of the Book Nuts podcast. You know, I got that right again. Uh, it's been like five episodes in a row I get that right. Uh, if, if you're with my partner at all, you'll know how hard that actually is for yeah, me to get yeah. that right. <laughs> my name is Trace Hiltz, otherwise known as Holster. This is your podcast where we talk about books and audio books. If you want to know why we like audio books, go back to episode number one. You'll find out why. You heard that laughter in the background? No, that is not a split personality from me. But it is my close friend, colleague, partner in crime, and we both have the great distinction of not just marrying up. There's a category above that not many people know, but like, what the heck was she thinking? That's us, Mr. <laughs> Jonathan Haydu. That's right. <laughs> I'm sure when people see my wife, they're like, really? You know, <laughs> they see you standing next to each other. <laughs> exactly. So besides uh, my wife being smart, good-looking, great personality. Uh, she's got a great job. You know, I mean, I I walked into this marriage with a toaster, you there know. You oh, I had some clothes, too. Um, I had a stereo, but part of it was stolen when I was uh, moving in when we got married. So, <laughs> so really, I had a toaster and clothes. So. <laughs> and, and, and an interesting story is you actually stood her up your, for your first date. Yes, I did. <laughs> not on purpose. No, not on purpose. So that's no, no, another not, story but, for another but time. A, but it's a funny story, though. <laughs> exactly. So, yeah. So, you know, I, boy, yeah. Try to forget about that. And another time I'll tell you a story. You know, those, well, I can say this one real quick here. You know, those analogies you say when you uh, use the wrong one. Oh, you know? yeah, yeah, yeah. We just got married. Uh, we're in Fargo, North Dakota, NDSU. Go Bison. Okay, then. But uh, we're sitting on the day. Up north, they have most of the apartments up there are the kind where you walk inside and all the doors are inside, not on the outside because, okay. of, the, because of the weather and the snow. Right, they don't right. have to shovel all that. So, well, so we're on the, and they all have little patios outside. We're on the third floor, so we're on this little four by eight little patio sticking out, you know, a little. I don't know what you call it, porch up in the air. And this girl walks by, look up, look back down, and she goes, you like her. And I used the wrong analogy at this time, and I said, you know, why go out for milk when you get a cow at home? Yeah. <laughs> I don't recommend saying that. And I looked at her, and I said, I used the wrong, and she goes, I know what you meant. <laughs> and she goes, that's fine. And I'll so. <laughs> so. You're lucky you didn't get shoved off this said balcony. <laughs> exactly. That's about 20, 25 feet in the air. I probably wouldn't have landed too well. So <laughs> I don't recommend saying that gentleman out there. So, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, and we also we also talk about nuts because it's it's book nuts, right? So exactly, we talk about books and uh, pecans or pecans. Depends on where you're at in the country. So yeah, yeah. Most of the country doesn't care, but if you come to Texas, call it pecans. People down here will correct you right in your face. <laughs> With probably a gun in their other hand. <laughs> yeah, I don't know about the gun. We're, we're pretty forgiving people down here, but the one thing I noticed is when people say pecan, boy, they correct them on the spot. You know, Ooh. that's that's up there in the category talking bad about the Cowboys. It's pretty dang close. 
Oh man, I I don't even want to know what that's like over there. <laughs> exactly. I want no part of that. <laughs> you got that right. So this is episode number thirty-one. This is uh, we're going to be talking about "Eye of the World" by Robert Jordan. Uh, it is book number one in the Wheel of Time series. So uh, that's going to be our book. Now the next book, uh, next book we're going to read is by David. Bocati, I think, uh, B-A-L-D-A-C-C-I, um, Bocati, right? but it's David Bocati, and it's The Sixth Man, so it, it's, uh, not even going to get into it. There you so, go. <laughs> you'll, have to you tu- you'll have to tune in next week. Exactly, but I bet you know there's going to be, actually, I will give you one hint. There's five other men before him. That's what I was going to say. The five, <laughs> the five other men really have nothing to do with the story. <laughs> so that's your hint of the book. The other five have nothing to do with the story, really. There's a tiny bit, but nothing really big deal. So that's your teaser. Not much of a teaser, but hey, you know, sometimes you have to roll like that. So this we're going to book. So don't forget. If you're going to get something on Amazon, go to podnuts.com slash Amazon. doesn't cost any more. You guys know that. Kicks a little back to door so he can uh, get you that swag you guys like when you see him at a conference. I've seen a lot of those uh, cups out there, you know, the Podnuts cups and stuff like that. Uh, pretty darn good. I, I like that. So if you guys want to keep those mugs rolls going, hey, just go to that first. You can knock it out and everything like that. Yeah, the more the more you buy on Amazon, uh, if if uh, the, the sales go up, Dora said he'll quadruple uh, Tracy and and my pay. So exactly, I'm docked half this week though. So okay, okay. Uh, so my pay is docked half this week. But so yeah, but so that's that. Now we did get uh, two emails in this ah, week. Okay. So this last week. So. Uh, the first one is, and obviously they really didn't listen to the whole show where they would have got this. Uh, and they says, why does this sound like somebody's hacking in the background? And when I'm talking, once in a while you might hear it. It's my one dog. She's probably doesn't have long left to live. And she follows me around. And anytime I record, she sits next to me. So if you hear that a little bit, I apologize. I don't have the heart to kick her away because she, she yeah. just enjoys so so that's why if you hear that i put i do apologize but uh i'm not gonna no, i'm not even gonna apologize it's uh she she does what she did and she's a great dog so that is that and the other one just basically said thank you um and i don't have the name in front of me i'm gonna paraphrase here is basically just said thank you it was steven somebody i remember that much but thank you for the podcast. He's a huge tech guy, and uh, he has a long commute, so he likes listening to different books. So oh, there you go. He, yeah, he uh, likes list given the ideas we get. So that's pretty cool. So again, if you want to email us, just email Tracy at podnest.com. If it's to Jonathan, you just put the note in there and just throw it right to him. And if it's a private one to Jonathan, you don't want me involved, just let me know that, and I will give your email address to Jonathan. So there you, you go. You can do that. Or... Just uh, two things. One, you can go downtown, middle of Baltimore, and just start yelling door to door geek. He won't hear. <laughs> he won't hear you. Okay, but you can try. Or go to Boston, and do the same thing. Yeah, just start. Exactly. And just start yelling for Jonathan. He won't hear you, but you can try. You know. Now Jonathan might see you, but he won't hear you. That's right. <laughs> I'm sorry. I had to go there. That was kind of wrong, but <laughs> I, I still did. <laughs> 
Hey, how about uh, we're into this ways? How about we start talking about this book? All right, sounds good. Uh, this is going to be a spoiler episode. Not right away. We'll let you know when we get into the spoilers. So this is uh, I, the World, book number one of The Wheel of Time by Robert Jordan. So, and I think it was, yeah, that is a pen name, first of all, Robert Jordan. Uh, James Oliver Rigney Jr. is the real name. Oh, I see why he went with the pen name. <laughs> yeah, kind of, yeah, you got four names there, so it won't fit on the book. <laughs> but uh, usually people, this was written in 84, usually 60s, 70s, and 80s pen names for sci-fis were usually, or fantasy mm. were usually because they were female authors. And oh, there's okay. there back then there was a big stigma about females writing. You know what I mean? Just sure, people yeah, yeah. Would, wouldn't read them. I don't know why, but uh, so usually that was it. So I don't know because usually the pen names it it's, was real easy to find out who the real author was. So I have, don't know really why, but hey, I'm sure he had a reason. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, this was written in 1984. Uh, I, uh, yeah, the first volume in 84. Yep. And it was published in 1990. He, uh, Robert Jordan died in 2007 when he was working on the 12th and final volume of the series. Oh, wow. Yeah. And there, and there are two prequel books before this one, but Tracy and I figured might as well actually just start with the first one instead of getting to the whole prequel stuff. Cause usually the prequels make more sense once you've read the whole series and then you go back and read the prequel. So that's why we started with just like the actual number one book. Exactly. Uh, the same thing happened in the iron Druid Chronicles. Yes. Uh, there was like a 0.5 book. Um, that one, I think you could do first if you wanted to, cause it was a novelette. It wasn't yeah. a true big novel. Uh, but it, it's, it, I think it would still make more sense if you waited or it was written, but that one, I think he did a good job with no spoilers because sometimes yeah, there's yeah. some, uh, you'll have this, you'll have those be little spoiler things in there and you're like, what, you know, well, you know, talk about some situation like a book three. Well, okay. I know these three characters are fine to book three. You know? Right. Yeah, exactly. Unlike, uh, Jack Reacher, who has like 18 books now. You know he's not going to die till at least book 18, 19. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> or it might be, you know, John Reacher, an unknown brother coming in, you know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> His brother's in the Navy, not the Army. So, uh, yeah. For some reason, the uh, Fielders People song came in my head there, you know, in the Navy. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Date myself, and I apologize for everybody for trying to sing there. But, okay. So that's enough of all that. So basically, a big kind of overtone of this book. It, it, this one's hard not to give too much away. We're not we're not going to be able to say too much about this without giving spoilers. Basically, you got a uh, uh, couple people uh, going to a celebration, meet a strange female. Uh, something bad starts to happen at this festival, and they basically have to run and get away before it destroys their town and it kills them, and they got to find out why. <laughs> yeah, yeah, there's a, a, a couple of boys, like three boys and a girl, and they they have to leave the town, and this strange, you know, woman that comes in the town, normally the, they don't see, you know, people that are, like, that far out of town, and so they, they know something's up with her, and so anyways, they uh, they those four run away with her and her strange woman's companion, because if they don't leave, 
what uh, what is after those four kids will just wipe out the whole town until they find them. Yeah, um, well, I hate to say more than that, but realistically, uh, I think we're going to really ruin the story if we start yeah. talking about more. Yeah, well, I mean, one one quick thing, I, I can. It's definitely Lord of the Rings esque. Like like we were saying, my my cousin said it's it's a lot. My cousin said it's a lot like Lord of the Rings, but better. And from after reading this first book, I'd have to agree with him. Um, this first book was thirty nine hours long. Now, the first Lord of the Rings is roughly the same amount of time, the uh, Fellowship of the Ring, that book. Um, I felt like that book could have been half as long. But uh, this Wheel of Time book, even though it was 39 hours, it was done really well. And it gave you the details where you needed it. And it left them out where it was fine to leave them out. So even though it was a really long book, it didn't seem like it, like in my opinion. So I, I so far, I'm a big fan of the Wheel of Time. And uh, I'm definitely going to be, you know, mowing through the rest of the books. But uh, this first book, in my opinion, was it's definitely worth reading. Yeah, it's the same thing with Lord of the Rings. Uh, when he wrote the whole Lord of the Rings, uh, Britain didn't really have a mythology. So he wanted to bring that, have Britain their own. So that's why he created that. Uh, similar, but a little different. When he wrote Wheel of Time, I was reading, he really didn't want to create this whole mythology thing like... Lord of the Rings, what he was hoping, and I think it happened because some other people kind of picked off. He wanted to write this big, deep section world where other people can kind of take off and write their own stuff, where this is mm. kind of like the base and they can come on. But I really think when he, now this is some people's speculation, when he died, um, the people that owned it really shut everybody down from writing off of it. So oh, okay. So I th think that's what happened because because he said in a couple of interviews he was really hoping people would take off and he wanted this big base system because uh, if you do read this first book you can really see there's some and this doesn't ruin the story there's some decent characters in here that almost do nothing oh yeah totally and, totally and I think that was part of it where okay uh, author X might take this person and just roll. Yeah, you know, and absolutely. so I, I, th I think that was his whole big intent, and I what I was reading, and I do believe that. But obviously, money gets involved when he died, and I think everything was just shut down. So before it really took off, so and that's kind of a shame. Yeah, um, it is. There, there could have been that. Um, I'm giving this book, and I know it's going to surprise some people. I'm giving this probably a seven or seven and a half, a little probably lower than I know. Jonathan's probably going to be a nine or a ten. Uh, but I'm going to go seven, seven and a half. It, to me, it was good. It, it's well worth the read, but it, it's, I think the length, um, although it wasn't stagnated at part, it, I, some of the parts I kept thinking, come on, let's go. So that's why it was a little lower for me. Yeah. I would, I would say eight and a half, nine for me. Um, but uh, like like with what you just said, like he wanted to create this whole world. And again, looking back at that book, I can totally see him doing that then. Like like I said, he, he did go into detail, but it wasn't just, I mean, for me, I wasn't like, all right, shut up, let's go, you know, like, let's move on. I think he was really laying out the lay of the land, so to speak. Like that was probably the whole purpose for traveling so far to let you know like hey there's these towns and it looks like this and there's these people and so I, I i could totally see him uh wanting you know other people to expand on what he did then now now that you said that yeah okay we're gonna end the spoiler section before i do that um i do want to say i just got a message i didn't listen to it yet so i'm going to call him out on this martin martin obando 
you just voxered me. Oh yeah, I'm calling you out right now. I didn't get a chance to listen to it when you listen to this podcast. I already got back to you, but I'm you, just you shouting should, out. You, you should play the message live on the, uh, on the recording. <laughs> no, I'm not going to do that. Uh, a couple of things we talk about, some people might take offense to, so I'm not going to do that. I, honestly, the only thing I get complaints about, realistically, in any of my podcasts I do, uh, for some reason, the anti-Second Amendment people are just very, very, I know the word, hateful. hateful. No, no kidding. No kidding. Yeah, they, uh, anytime I start talking about Second Amendment stuff, uh, I get at least one baby killer out, and it's like, Really? You know, what does so, the Second Amendment have to do with baby killing? Uh, because I own a gun. Yeah, uh -oh. so, and so you so. shoot, and so you shoot babies. That's right. Yeah. Okay. So yeah, right. I just, <laughs> I just, I really, I just ignore them. Once they start, I just, ah, and yeah, I, guess I really want to. They're they're easier targets, I guess. Yeah, I, I just want to sit them down and say, let's look at the facts. And if you look at the facts, there's no ground to stand on. But I, yeah, I digress. Yeah. I digress. I got yeah, that. Exactly. So, okay, well, let's get into the spoiler section right after this. Spoilers, 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 spoilers. Here we go. Okay, they are at the Winter Night Festival having a good time. They were having a fun time. And they met this female coming in and her companion like, huh, who is that? You know, um, and all of a sudden, I think it was... Uh, uh, the Dark Rider? Was that it? That was the guy, you know, the Shadow Rider. The, 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 the wind one. wouldn't blow his cape and stuff. Yeah, the Dark One. I think, yeah, yeah, yep, yeah, yeah. Yep, yeah. Yep. Um, kind of, and all of a sudden, everything starts going bad. So, uh, basically, uh, a two, three-hour thing in through the book to set up, they're leaving town. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, they get up, they hightail it out, and... Uh, they were going to, and I looked this up because I could not remember when we were talking to. Uh, they were going to, they were fleeing to Two Rivers. Yes. That was the name of it. Yeah. I couldn't remember it, so I, had to, I wanted to look that up. So, uh, and they wanted the safety of the White Tower. Yes. So, uh, they wanted that. So, I'm going to kind of let you start taking over because I've been talking quite a bit here. Yeah, no problem. So, uh, just real quick, like the, the the town that these kids and I can't remember their names right now off the top of my head, but the main the main boy, like the the, the this village they grew up in, it's really they don't see out of towners. They all kind of stick to themselves, and so what happens is these beasts are I, I can't remember what they're called. They're almost like these wolf slash horned creatures that uh, basically attack the kid's house. And his dad kills all these creatures. They hide in the woods. And the kid's like, I thought those things were made up. I didn't know those things really existed. You know, I heard people tell, you know, tell tell about these things in stories, but I didn't realize they were real. And, you know, his dad's like, oh, yeah, they're real. And and so, now, you know, so now they're hightailing because now they're starting to see things they, they thought were only like stories that people made up. And so, so they're taking off. And I can't remember. The woman was like, again, I can't remember like the title of it, but she's basically kind of like this... Mm, magician slash wizard wizardess kind of thing like i can't remember the what they call them but there's various levels of these types of uh women and so she was one of of those people where she could kind of like work magic and stuff and that's why a lot of the people were wary of her because what they knew of those people they're just kind of like evil basically but 
she didn't really seem like it because she healed a bunch of people and helped these kids escape. Well, so anyways, they're escaping. Was it, I'm sorry to interrupt, was it uh, Moraine? Yes, yes, yes. That was the wizardess girl or whatever uh, uh, the title is of, of her, you know, th position or whatever she is. But yeah, her name is Moraine, yeah. Um, so they're escaping. They get to this, like, uh, abandoned sort of village. And what it was like this ransacked village. and But it was like... You know, sort of like uh, haunted, I guess you would say, in a sense, because of the the battles that went on there. You know, uh, the uh, there are certain beings that just stayed far away from it, just because of like the magic and stuff that was used there. And so they're they're crashing in this village, uh, trying to escape because they're they're being chased by this dark one and his horde of again, I forget what they're called. They're they're like these wolf horn, goat horn kind of things that walk on two legs and uh, trollic. Yes, Trollocs, that's it, thank you. So the, there are these Trollocs following the, the, the Dark One, and the Trollocs, there's just a huge army of them trying to chase down, you know, these four kids and the two people. So they're hanging out in this abandoned uh, village, and basically they stir up some stuff, and they start to flee. Well, as they're fleeing, they they get split up. And so, uh, like, two two or three of the boys go one way, uh, the, the woman and her her kind of soldier guy that follows her around went another way with a girl. And so now, now there's, like, three groups of them. They get split up, and they all kind of go their own ways. They know they're supposed to meet at this certain place, so they're all trying to get there. And so, you know, the book goes a while you know, taking you through each of the groups and where they ended up going and what they had to deal with. And you know, the long of the short is they end up meeting each other, you know, towards the end of the book. Uh, they finally get to one of the two cities that they want to go to. They get to the first city. They meet up there and, um, you know, they finally regroup. And then they get to the final city. And basically along the way, the main boy, uh, there's something going on with him throughout the whole story. He starts to realize that he's somebody that he didn't realize that who he is and he finds out that his dad really wasn't his dad and his dad is that is pro and he doesn't find out exactly who his dad is yet in the first book but he could tell like his there's more to his dad than he knew because his dad gave him this sword and people were like where did you get this sword from? And he's like, oh, my dad gave it to me. And like, how did your dad, a common farmer, have a sword like this? Like, you know, people are like, that doesn't make sense. And so, you know, so he starts to find out his dad is someone else that, you know, that he didn't know who he was. And his dad might not have really been his dad. And his mom might not really have been his mom. And in the side story, there's a part where it's talking about his dad. And they found a baby. And his dad picked up the baby in kind of like this battle and took the baby home. So you're assuming it's that boy. Um... So, yeah, towards the end of the book, they start to fight this, uh, you know, evil presence. It wasn't the Dark One, but it was, like, the person over the Dark One. And uh, that's where this boy finds out, like, there's a whole lot more to him than he, than he realized. Because he basically defeats this bad guy uh, with this, like, uh, it's like a, a light energy, basically, that he taps into that he didn't realize he could, he could use. And so, you know, so he defeats uh, that you know, bad person, and then you're on to book two. And I'm assuming in book two, he starts to really uncover, you know, who he is and, and what his kind of purpose in life is, because he seems to be kind of like this missing person or this person that can tip the scales. Because the, the, the cool thing about the Wheel of Time is that every now and then they'll mention the, the wheel does what the wheel does. Like the wheel, we, the, they basically say the wheel is what's weaving all of, all of the uh, events that go on in people's lives. Yeah, so basically, the Dark One's trying to destroy the Wheel of Time itself. 
Right, right. That, that's about all I can really add to that right now and here and there. And, and, and the dark one was after that boy. And, well, they, he was after the boy and his two friends because the dark one couldn't tell which of the three was, like, the chosen one or whatever. So they knew that it was one of those three boys. They just didn't know exactly which one it was. But those three boys, again, had no idea who they might possibly be. And so... Yeah. Um, one thing I just thought about this book is... Here's what I think this book would be really good for. Uh, if if you're reading this and you have and you're you're making your kids read or you're a teacher or something like that, making your kids read, this would be a very good one because uh, for a couplefold, one, it's long and it makes them read a little while. Um, there's some action in it to keep them involved, but secondly, when you have them write reports on it, uh, you just can't give them a story and say, you know, you know, something uh, the catcher in the rye. Really, it's kind of deep. And that's basically when I grew up, that's kind of stories we had to read, you yeah, know, these yeah. deep, dark, and it was like, dang, you know, well, it's the meaning of life when confronting other people. No, they're kids, yeah, yeah, yeah. you know, uh, whereas this, you could really do so whole bunch of different reports and kind of angle it the way they like. So totally, th this would be a really good one. If you homeschool to have your kids read, it is a longer one. So it, I think I just that just kind of popped in my head that this might be a really good read. Matter of fact, uh, a friend of mine, they homeschool, and their oldest boy, he's twelve now. Uh, he's about three quarters of the way through of The Hobbit. Yeah, weirdly, my son, we homeschool too, and my son, we, uh, the old, my oldest one, he doesn't apparently like sort of these types of books, like with magic and, you know, wizards and sorcery or whatever, and I guess that doesn't appeal to him, because he's tried reading, like, Lord of the Rings and stuff, he, he just, it doesn't grab him, so. Okay, and then, well, as I told him, um, because of another one we had read, uh, and I told him, Another good book he should read to his mom, and she goes, "Hey, I think that's on one of the lists. I'll have to bump that up." Well, oh, my mind just went blank. Uh, we just reviewed it a little while ago. He was thrown in prison. He was a ship captain. Thrown in prison and a ship captain. He was a young ship captain. He was thrown in prison, and then he goes and gets revenge on everybody. Oh, oh, um, cat. Uh, uh, man, I know exactly the story you're talking about too. I'm gonna look here. So yeah, it's. I mean, boy. Uh, it is County Monte Cristo. There you go. I was just I was just reading it off. I went back to look at some old notes. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. County Monte Cristo. That's right. Yeah, yeah. So I told him about that one, and she was like, "I think that's on one of the reads." So, and I told him about it, and he's like, "Oh, is that going to be boring?" And I says, "You got a ship captain who gets thrown in prison. He escapes and gets revenge on." everybody and he's like ooh <laughs> <laughs> yeah so. i'm actually i'm actually interested in reading cuz apparently the what we listened to was a really was a, like an abridged version cuz someone else i talked to was like man that book is like 40 hours long on audio or something i was like really so i i want to read the unabridged version and, and really kind of get the whole you know chunk of the story you know okay i'll uh, ask a couple people if they have it and if i have it i'll throw it your way okay so that's basically book number one of the Wheel of Time. I'm sure we'll throw the other uh, books twos coming in here. Um, don't forget, next time we're going to do The Sixth Man. Um, actually, uh, I can kind of give you guys a list of what's coming up. Uh, I am going hunting up in North Dakota or South Dakota uh, to the family farm, uh, my uncle's farm, uh, where my dad grew up. And... 
going to go pheasant hunting. So I'm going to be gone a little bit, so we're going to record a couple ahead here. So coming up here, kind of in some order, shape, or time, we're going to do book number two of the Jack Reacher series. Uh, we said we're going to start doing some more number twos. It's called Die Trying. Then we're going to do book number two of the Dresden Files, Full Moon. Mm -hmm. And then book number two of Iron Druid called Hexed. And after that, there's a new one that we haven't gone over yet. It's by Peter Klein called, and the book is 14. Uh, I read that one about a year ago. And that is as close as I think, and it's hard to describe. People say, what is it? It's science fiction and fantasy. It's, it's, you're like, huh? I think this is as close as book as you can get. Um, and maybe you could throw both of them out and say a mild um, kind of uh, uh, like horror story. You know mm, what I mean? Mm. Um, mild. Okay. Very mild. Um, but it, it's maybe all three thrown in, too. Uh, but it, it was a book when I started reading. It started like, ho-hum. And then about a third of the way through, it grabbed me. And oh, wow, I remember okay. that. So it was pretty good. So, yeah, Peter Klein, 14. So in some way, shape, or order, that's going to be the next few books here. But we're pretty sure the next one uh will be uh the sixth man yeah uh, uh, that one might possibly be thrown back a little bit but uh those uh five will be the next five in some thing there and speaking of that um listen to uh two books uh um for some reason i just had a dresden file fix nice so i listened to another dresden file one and i, I forgot the name of it but which one was it about what was, what was uh, the gist of it yeah, this is the one where um, his, he meets a skinwalker. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. Kid, kidnaps his uh, half-brother. Yep, yep. So, and then uh, where, I don't want to ruin the story, where another warden comes to his doorstep. Yep, exactly. Um, he's, so and I'd, he's on the run. Yes, I don't want to say what or who or why. Um, and what happens, but yeah, uh, this was one of my favorite ones. It, it was, it was good. Uh, it yeah, was good. Yeah. So. Action packed for sure. Yeah. Yeah. So I listened to that one and the sixth man in this oh, last okay. week too. So those are the two I listened to. So the sixth man's very fresh in my mind right now. Have you listened about... to the last, uh, Dresden file one? This... No. Um... Ooh, that's a really good one. Skin game. Yeah, it's what I the Jack Reach and the Dresden Files. I know I'll mow through them, but what I do is I keep them. And if I'm listening to books and I get in a funk, I can just listen to one of them too, and I'm right back into it. I'm like, ooh, let yeah. me go, let me go, let me go, <laughs> yeah. let me go. So I kind of keep them for a recharge because they are so good. Now the Iron Druid Chronicles. As soon as the new one comes out, I'm on it right there. Yeah, Boom, yeah. bam, grab it. So um, yeah, I actually uh, just listened to the Jack Reacher book ten through fifteen like within the past few days because I just got sucked back into those. <laughs> oh yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Matter of fact, uh, I think uh, on the drive back when me and my friend drive up to South Dakota, uh, we are going to uh, maybe listen to a Jack Reacher book. So Yeah, yeah, totally. Which is, which is like, we, I think we talked about this when we talked uh, in uh, episode number 30 on our top five of each is the Jack Reacher series is one you can pick and choose and it does oh, yeah. not, you, it doesn't ruin anything. It helps from the beginning a little bit. But it really, you could just pick one and go. 
Yeah, absolutely. I mean, every now and then the, the next book might start off kind of mentioning like, and Jack came in from, you know, Northeast, whatever. Like, it, so it kind of throws a, a tiny bit back to the book before it, but it, it doesn't, you know, it doesn't matter at all. Yeah. The yeah. only one that really, I thought really bent on it was like book two or three when he met that, uh, girl it was the daughter that he kind of dated of a major oh yeah colonel. yeah 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 yep. and then after the next book kind of called upon that like yeah we don't know we're just trying to work stuff out but it didn't ruin the story at all yeah um, no, you not, just not you all. just knew more about it so. exactly so yeah so that's basically uh the eye of the world uh robert jordan so uh again next week is going to be the sixth man david uh Balcati. So now I want to go get some Italian food, said Bocati a few times. <laughs> Doesn't some deep dish lasagna, not just regular lasagna, I'm talking like the double layer. It's oh, like yeah. Oh, yeah. Three, four, five inches tall. Oh, man. I can feel my left ventricle tighten now. But yeah, hey. my wife makes a mean lasagna. She throws all kinds of meat, tons of cheese. It's, it's, you can only eat a tiny slab of it because it is so filling. Yeah, it. Lasagna is one of the reasons I know God loves me. (laughs) Okay. Speaking of that Italian food, I found some, this totally off subject. Sam's Club. Uh, It's Mm. like uh, a no name, whatever. Uh, It is a really good pesto. Oh, really? Really good. It it's has a lot of Parmesan cheese in it. I'm sure that helps. Oh, yeah. Uh, (laughs) But it's really good pesto. So if you like it, uh, Hit me up and I'll give you the exact name, but yeah, yeah. Uh, it, it's, uh, uh, if you go to them, it's, if you look at the ingredients, uh, Parmesan is the third ingredient. So yeah, my yeah. wife makes a mean chicken pesto pizza also. Oh, that does sound good. Yeah. I put some, uh, pesto on, uh, I, uh, grilled up some, uh, pork chops. There you go. And I put some of that pesto on top of it. So enough of the food channel here, stuff we're talking about. So, all right. Welcome to Food Nuts. (laughs) Exactly. Hey, that wouldn't be a bad podcast there. Talk about recipes and cooking and stuff like that. But if that interests you, let me know. That would be something up down me and Jonathan's, I think, alley right there. I like to Um, eat. Well, you can review the stuff. There you go. Yeah, absolutely. (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. So, all right. Thanks, everybody, for listening to this uh, episode. Thanks, time for taking out your busy schedule, downloading and listening to this. We appreciate it. And everybody have a good day and a good week. Podnuts.com slash Amazon.